This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Anything that would affect the safety of Canadians or the people responding, we can't wait. Um, we can't wait and say, oh, we have another incident and we sat back and did nothing. These things that are tactical and have a high risk, we need to deal with. Yeah, I ain't buying that. Sorry, that's a crock. Uh, since when do cops in this country proactively want to release information? Uh, I don't recall. It's been many years. Nonetheless, that is uh, the voice of our country's top cop, who is right now, as we speak, in the hot seat, being questioned again over these allegations. She interfered with the investigation of our country's worst mass murder spree. And you may recall just last week that we had heard testimony from a senior Nova Scotia Mountie, Daryl Campbell, who really headed on the, um, led the investigation into this shooting. But he took notes during a volatile meeting with the commissioner days after the shooting happened. And in the meeting, and according to his notes, and his testimony, and that of other officers who were there to witness it, Lucky was irate, she was angry, but she made very, very clear she had to know what guns the killer used because the Prime Minister's office and then Safety uh, and Safety Minister Bill Blair wanted to know what in- guns were used so that they could beef up and sell, I guess, their gun legislation that they were releasing and did release like a couple of weeks after. It's very crass. The allegations bring up some really troubling questions. Nonetheless, she is back in the hot seat today to once again to clear up all the inconsistencies. Raquel Danko is the MP for Kildon in St. Paul, also Shadow Minister for Public Safety. And you're also, Raquel, we should mention, lead on uh, this Mass Casualty Commission that is actually underway right now. So thank you for joining us. It's great to be with you, Alex. Yes, I'm the Vice Chair of the Public Safety National Security Committee for the House of Commons. So we are uh, leading this investigation at the House of Commons level in tandem with the Mass Casualty Commission that's going on today and interviewing uh, Ms. Brenda Lucky as well. Core to the um, questioning today is, you know, did she, did the commissioner or not interfere with this particular investigation? Uh, You know, you heard her clip off the top, I think, you know, she's being questioned and she's trying to say that, well, we had to get this information out because, Mm. gosh golly, uh, the safety of Canadians is paramount. But uh, that is just not true. We never get information um, proactively from the police uh, in this country. It's it's kind of the opposite. But she's trying to defend the need to to give this information to the prime minister's office and to to Bill Blair um, because someone's lying here, either the officers who took notes or the the commissioner, someone's not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And it's very interesting. I, I heard that clip on the top of, uh, of this program of this interview with me today. And uh, it's, she's pivoting. She's now trying to justify her actions, which is very interesting because really in all the testimony we've heard, and we had her before the public safety committee as well a few weeks ago. And it really has become abundantly clear to us that they certainly were trying to take advantage of this really awful situation where 22 people were murdered And they were fully prepared, Alex, to jeopardize a criminal investigation Mm -hmm. into the worst mass murder in Canadian history. It's shocking. It's crass. It's shameful. Mm -hmm. And we are doing our, our utmost to hold them accountable for that. 
Well, how do you hold her to account? I mean, if she is denying that this happened, that, you know, gosh, golly, I was just trying to protect you, the officers and and the Canadian public. I mean, that is her defense. But the question she is being repeatedly asked is, why would you need to put uh, an investigation at risk to give information to the prime minister's office or Bill Blair? Both are, are of course, uh, denying that this was a thing. But how do you get in the line of questioning you're going to be asking her over today? And I think maybe tomorrow, um, how are you going to get to the crux of the issue here is whether or not this woman interfered? Well, certainly the Mass Casualty Commission's work today is going to be critical. We hope to continue our investigation at the National, uh, the Public Safety National Security Committee. Uh, the Liberals on the committee are trying to block those efforts. So that's mm-hmm. quite frustrating. We do believe we need to have transparency and full accountability from the RCMP headquarters, Commissioner Lucky, and of course the Liberal government. And so we're, we're quite concerned and looking at the evidence, we do believe that the Commissioner in fact acted against the public interest when she shared the confidential information about the weapons involved in that mass murder with government. She was advised not to do that. She immediately turned around and provided that information to them. And we know that within days, the public safety minister's office asked her, well, are you going to be sharing this information publicly? Despite knowing that if it was shared, it could jeopardize the investigation, to which she confirmed, yes, I will be, which to us signifies uh, serious political interference. You know, your bosses in government are saying, hey, are you sharing yeah. this? You, you feel that pressure to deliver. And then ultimately, when the Nova Scotia leads on this and the RCMP did not share that information because they were of the full opinion, it would jeopardize the investigation. She called that infamous meeting and uh, reprimanded them very aggressively in this meeting, which there's uh, n- uh, numerous corroborating witnesses who have confirmed that. And we, we find this very concerning. There should be a strong separation between the political agenda of government and the investigation element of the RCMP. There's supposed to be a clear barrier there, and we feel that she's failed in her duty to uphold that. Well, there has been many questions about toying with uh, the rule of law with this particular government, so it would not surprise me in the least if, in fact, uh, this kind of meddling was going on uh, behind the scenes. But, you know, and the other thing I I question is the gunmen used legal weapons. And so, again, how this would have helped their gun legislation remains to be uh, answered. But her leadership, Raquel, in my opinion, is severely compromised at this point. Not only is this an insult to the families of, of those killed in that mass shooting who have never gotten answers, who have never actually gotten a true accounting because it was Bill Blair, it was the Prime Minister's, they didn't even want to have an inquiry. Um, but her leadership, in my opinion, is seriously compromised. I don't know how anyone with co- can have confidence in her leadership, regardless of what happens with these hearings, moving forward. Well, it does raise a lot of questions, doesn't it? You know, I think Canadians overall have a lot of respect for our National Police Force, the RCMP, but there is that expectation that they have the courage and conviction to push back against a government, and we believe this government, this liberal government led by Justin Trudeau, is taking full advantage of the lack of courage and conviction that she's shown, that lack of putting that strong barrier between politics and, uh, and criminal investigations. And so we, we are, we, you know, it's not off the table whether we'll be asking for her resignation or the resignation of the former public safety minister, Bill Blair. He was a former Toronto police chief, so he would know oh, yes. full well the importance of maintaining that strong barrier between politics and uh, keeping the community safe and, and undergoing uh, with a criminal investigation. So he was full aware what was going on and yet uh, allowed this to, to go on. So it's, it's very troubling. 
Well, and it's the same Bill Blair who got himself into trouble during the G20 when uh, there was overreach in the kettling of um, reporters, which he was wrapped over the knuckles for, too. Nonetheless, I know you've got a busy day ahead, and I know you're in a rush uh, because you've got to get to your job, but I appreciate your time, Raquel, and we will be watching. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. That is uh, Raquel Danko, who is uh, part of this, um, pardon me, the MASH Casualty Commission. Miss Lucky is on the stand now, so we'll uh, follow it, see what she says or doesn't say. Or backtracks on, and uh, we'll get you a full coverage of that as we uh, go through the news and the day.